If you're talking sports, just a matchup. Mickey here with Zizzy. Yeah, we're cutting it up. Just a couple athletic enthusiasts. You know what it is. The Mickey Zizzy podcast. And we are back. Gotta catch up. Catching up with episode 21. You know, and we're gonna always drop the 21 with the beautiful accent because it's just been a trademark, you know, since that has all been a thing. But we are back at it. It's a late one. It's a late one, folks. It's dark out. I don't know if it's just glaring because, you know, it's a TV and there's light everywhere or just the fact that uh, there's reflection because this is pitch black. It is pitch black everywhere out here. I got one little window over there. It, it is dark outside. Any hooser, we are back. Mickey Hines, the newfound dad, and everybody. Yeah, let, let's go. Let's go. The family's doing great, I would assume. Correct? Oh, yeah. We're living it up. Uh, talk to me, baby. What is up? You're in. Welcome <laughs> back to catching, with, catching Up with Mickey. That's me, your co-host. And to my side is the other co-host. And that's Zizzy. Y'all know what it is. It's the Mickey Zizzy podcast presented by Pinnacle. Supplementation, y'all go check it out. I know I actually got to restock right now. Go to Pinnacle Supplementation and reach your pinnacle at all your fitness goals and needs. And how about G for three? He's been balling there, tearing down hoops, but it don't matter because G for three is going to keep on balling, making all those threes. And basketball is solely coming up on the edge as well as he is supplying us with all these summer needs for our basketball needs. Now, we also talked about how it is episode 21, and baby, we ain't playing basketball like G43. We ain't talking about Heinz catch-up. All right, we ain't playing the card game 21. All right, this ain't the movie catch 21. This ain't reach one hand and catch the ball OBJ style. Y'all, we back with the Mickey Zizzy podcast 21. Let's catch up with the NFL that's the main priority of this episode. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> you you just gonna skip over that? Just like how great of an intro that was? Holy god, no. I came in here just like happy to be here. Mickey Hodge just stepped it up, everybody. Let's get it going. What's here, up? Hey, that's what you do when you're a team, when your players are, you know, feeling a little bit low. You gotta figure out a way to get them to reach their pinnacle, baby. Uh, but I did, keep a st- uh, did skip a step because I am way too excited to be back here talking some football with you. I got a lot to say. I know you probably got a lot to say. You're there on Cloud9, the fastest show on turf. Um, but the Mark Mason person of the week, who you got? Person of the week? I mean, I'm, I'm just going to shout out, like, the birthday people. Like, this, every, <laughs> I feel like this happens every year on the yep. podcast, but this is just a week of birthdays for the Mickey's. This podcast, all right? We got on the 16th. I got I got a little sis. I got a little sis, you know, Haley doing her thing. 17th. We got the wife, Haley Hines. I mean, come on now. Here we go. And then 18th, I got a uh, mama. And then even last week before that was uh Gramps 90th birthday. So that was And got, DB, you know, our good friend we DB. Got DB on the 13th. Shout out the main man, the man of the podcast, and also so great to see him the other night celebrating his birthday. So that was awesome. Uh, I mean, this is, I mean, Panda, shout out Panda. He was just recently going on. We got Javon coming up. I mean, it's a it's a month. I might as well make it a month, but we're going to get to that. Um, but to me, it's just all the people. I mean, I love every single one of those people. Uh, I'm glad to see that they have been blessed with another year of life. More life, more life, more life. And, uh, yeah, and it's just happy to – I'm happy for them. I am hope it was a great day. It's a happy birthday. Celebrate that. Birthdays are big for me. So, 
we're going to celebrate. I love it. I love it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to break a rule. I don't know if it's ever been possible, but uh, back-to-back people of the week, person of the week, and that's going to be Haley Hines. Just, y'all, like, if you ever have a kid, like, shout out to all the mothers in the world. That stuff's hard. All right. And Haley is making it look so good. She's a stellar mom. You know, I'm learning stuff from her every day. Like I can change a poopy diaper like that, but like she on the other hand is a whole nother level. Um, so huge shout out to everyone like who goes through this process. It's definitely something amazing. And I'm so happy that I am blessed. Like I am able to go through it. But just sending good vibes to the wife and being so thankful that she lets me be able to go teach and go do my thing in the morning, getting my workouts on. Um she as she's taking care of our little boy Bentley. But uh personally, Kaylee Hines. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, we always going to shout out Haley Hines on the podcast. And I mean, on top of everything, competing in the pickums, competing in the pickums. I mean, I, I, come on now. Come on. She's killing it at all angles. I love it. Um, speaking of pickums, well, we're catching up, y'all. Like we said, uh, we're going to move on to this episode. We're just catching up with everything football, everything yeah. about our pickums and our fantasy. So we're going to be a little bit wild. We're going to be talking about all of them. But uh, as the latest standings as of today, Tyler Frazier has made himself. Uh, for Sabir, same with Colton Clark. They are both our leaders at 67 and 26, and they are three-time weekly champs. Yank, they started the pickups this year. That means half of the weeks they have won. That's scary. They are definitely a juggernaut. Those two are battling it out. And then Haley is third um, with 65 and 28, and then it's our good friend Greeny. I'm tied with ASAP Cons at five. And then the URs is your seventh, but we're only you're only six behind. And I know, but for, with the way these guys are picking, six just feels like – it feels like it's going to be tough to make it up. Yeah, you, we got to get a couple high score weeks. You're 100 percent right, and they got it. They got to fall sometime. Um, Riley Bell took a big hit last week. I know he was up there flirting with that top three as well. Um, but yeah, that's kind of your little pickums update. Keep on getting those picks. I'm sending that out uh, later tonight, later tomorrow. Um, yeah, I mean, we're up there. That that all Americans in reach. Exactly. Already know that's obviously the goal. We gotta get like all American T-shirts for that. <laughs> um, and then real quick, we'll just talk about fancy updates, people. Um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna tell you the top four and where Zizzy ranks. So oh. right now, the playoffs started today. We're already in that talk, Yank. Playoffs started today. Stephen Ruiz, he's a fancy guru. So killing it, man. Killing it. Five and one. Number two, your boy. Four and two. We're balling. We're making some money moves right now. We just got Justin Herbert on the squad. We traded away Austin Eckler, which I talked about all the way in the draft episode. Um, Hunter Wright needed him, which he is the fourth-ranked team. Uh, crazy trade there. And then Aaron Hilpern is third. And Haley sixth. She's been uh, up there as well. And then Yank. Let's talk about it. Off to Hizzy Zizzy is 12. Us in our league, one and five. But it over. There's still a lot of football left. Talk to me about that. Give me, Give me your quick recap. I mean, I mean, when you look at it, it's really, it's confusing. It's honestly confusing. It's been, a, it's been, you know, like sometimes fantasy is a little bit more about luck. But I mean, I, I mean, when you look at the standings, right? I mean, the points for it's not like it's terrible. It's not the worst in the league. It's a little bit more middle of the package, I would say. But still, like I would say middle to upper middle half of that. Uh, on top of that, just like a couple heartbreakers throughout the weeks. I mean, even last week, felt like I was going to get it. I know there was my our game, uh, the game against you. The game against you was a major heartbreaker uh, coming in. <laughs> so, like, I mean, stuff happens in fantasy. When you look at a team that has Tua, who's having a fantastic year, McCaffrey, who has been the number one running back up until, obviously, the injury he's dealing with currently. 
uh, Devontae Smith and Hawkinson have been up and down. And I mean, I, I get I get where there's a little bit of holes and some slack here and there, but come on, one and five, the defending champ. And we got to bounce back in. Got to bounce back in a big way, like and and that's across a couple of leagues. But here we go. Hey, I'm just saying I have the most points scored in, in our league. So, uh, yeah, I, mean, boy, hey, I never. Hey, I ain't bashing you. We ain't bashing. They ain't no bashing Mickey Hines sesh out here. All this right, let's talk about real football. Uh, Yank, I, I'm just gonna start. You know what? It has been a merry-go-round of feelings, emotions about my Chicago Bears. Oh, All right. It all starts. We lose. Dang gummit. Besides that Thursday night, which is absolutely electric. That's the true, true potential. Justin Fields, the second most thrown t- passing touchdowns in the league. Um, not anymore. But say we lose, right? Just like this past weekend against the Vikings. We played Dud. Agent the Bajan's going to come in, though. He's going to go ball. I'm excited to watch that. We just signed Trace McSorley to our practice squad. Throw it on a dime. Come on. I'm blasting that all week. Um, but let's talk about my merry-go-round, right? We lose, Yank. Then Monday, Tuesday, I feel sad for myself. No, Sunday, Monday, I feel sad for myself. I hate everything. Ugh, the Bears suck. Sadly, I have to admit that. And then Wednesday and Tuesday, I'm like, all right, hey, we're playing the Raiders this week. Right? Jimmy G ain't, you know, he just wins games. But, you know, this is an opportunity for Agent Pageant to go off. We're getting a little bit healthier. DJ Moore's still going to go do his thing. I like it, right? I just, I just love the nickname already. And then we get to the game day, right? I'm all hyped up. I'm waving the flag. Bear down. Chicago, right? I'm taking you through a life on my Sunday, right? Absolutely. And then we lose. And guess where we're at, Yank? We're at the start of the merry-go-round again. And here we go again. All right? That's how my life has been for the past six weeks, besides the one Thursday night. And it was awesome. So technically, we're undefeated not on Sundays. All right? We undefeated not on Sundays. I just want to let that to be known. Um, But it hurts. Uh, My biggest thing is what I've been preaching on my Bears recap. A lot of people tune in on my Snapchat saga. Um, Fire Eberflus, dude. He's one of the best. Three and 19. Three and 19, and you still have a job? That's blasphemous. Fire Flus. Get him out of there. I don't care. We can go sign some random Joe Schmo to run the team the rest of the year. Fire Flus. Thank you. Uh All right. I mean, I don't blame you. The record speaks for itself. But if you're going to also talk about fire flus, do we have the conversation about fields? Is it not? Is it not a fields issue? Because I mean, the man is what basically five and thirty. I mean, uh, I think you still give him one more shot because next year will be his uh, contract year. But after that, you can't give him any more. Right, he is definitely on like that chopping block. He definitely proved it. He's throwing touchdowns. He's starting to have fun. They're calling the plays correctly, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, he shows flashes. He did it again in the couple games this year where it's like, okay, it's there. But now, I mean, I don't know what's going on, what's going on with the injury and how long he's going to be out at this point, but it's just, it's always something. It's just, we never get a full grasp of what he can be. And it's really at some point you got to know, you can't sit around holding the franchise up for five, six years. Which that's where we're at. You know, everyone makes all the jokes. Ryan Pohl says, uh, we're going to take the NFC North back and never give it back or something like that. I'm like, yeah, and we haven't won a game since he said that. But uh, no, I think Fields is fine. I think you let him ride the rest of the year when he gets healthy, if he gets healthy. But that is not good to be in his corner. Like, you have an injury when you kind of need to play your tail off to earn that big-time contract, to earn the respect, to earn the responsibility of being the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. A little wishy-washy, but... uh. That's your bears. <laughs> yeah, I mean, got it off my chest. It only goes up, right? It only goes up. There is a possibility y'all get two top five picks. I'm just saying, as of right now. 
first and second pick right now in the NFL draft. But let's talk about some crazy football. What, the most yards through first five games, first six games? Yay. Uh, well, definitely in, in team history, yes. Uh, I want to say in NFL history, I'm not sure if it, I think it's fast, the fastest show on turf. It might be, yeah, it's either first or second, but yeah, they're they're up there. I mean, we're averaging 497 yards a game as, as of right now. That's uh, it's pretty insane. Um, on top of that, we've been able to keep two off the ground. He hasn't been sacked very much this year. I think it's still single digits uh, times being sacked this year. So that's been a whole different thing because the Miami Dolphins have never been known for offensive line protection. Um, on top of that, I mean, Tyreek Hill is an insane. Um, that's, I mean, that's got to be at least so far this year, the best receiver in football. And he's really, I mean, he was setting out for that 2000 yard season. He's almost got a thousand through six caves. So it's, it's pretty remarkable what he's been able to do. Um, the defensive side of the ball. I mean, that's the only thing that if I'm going to be honest about right now that I have to worry about, because obviously we've had a few games where we've allowed over 30 points per game. The bills used our defense and just threw it around the field. And that was obviously our big loss, but Jalen Ramsey back at practice officially this week. That's big. Um, he gets to come back to a team where I'm a, I'm hoping that we go ahead and get another win, a big game this week against Philly. But if we can get a win this week and be 6-1 and one and possibility of him coming back, I mean, the sky's the limit, man. I've been, I've been preaching it, obviously. I've been going crazy. I am so excited for this Dolphins team. But, uh, I mean – we're we're a couple wins away from me starting parading around the neighborhood again after on Sundays. A like, parade is inevitable. It's about it to go down. If y'all get the win against the Eagles, like you better be hosting the parade around the Yankovic residence. I just need I need one big divisional win against like the Jets or the Bills. I mean, we don't play the Bills again until week seventeen, but. Uh, God, I, it's the division that really worries me because that's some, I don't know. Now there's these. Rumors that we'll get to, I'm sure, about like Rodgers is walking around throwing stuff on the sideline. They're three and three. It's not like they're out of it. So, I mean, stuff definitely a little worrisome still in the division. Yeah, I'll tell you what. The Dolphins are fun to watch. They're a really fun team. Uh, our good friend Tyler Fairbanks got a uh, Bentley A onesie uh, says a Dolphins fan. He might wear it this weekend just to kind of get him excited. Oh, please. The Dolphins. Please. Um, but no, real talk. Uh, it's that offensive line. You forgot to add, but doesn't matter what running back is in. They're getting a touchdown, two touchdowns. Mozart, dog, the Ahmed guy. Oh, absolutely. I yes. hurt. But like he had four or five touchdowns in his two, three games that he played. Um, any running backs is there, and that's a kudos to your offensive line. You talk about the sacks, right? You don't want Tua to get hit. So, I mean, that offensive line coach needs to raise. He needs to be assistant coach of the year because that is a big deal to your success. Because if you give time, Tyreek Hill can run all around the field very, very fast. And if you give some kind of time, like, that's scary. Those two combinations, it's insane. And, you know, we talked about it. What was it last year? Tyreek Hill being MVP. I think it definitely could be. About time a quarterback doesn't be MVP and give it to Tyreek Hill, which I think it also could go to Christian McCaffrey, which we saw. We'll we'll talk about that in just a second. We'll roll back here to the Dolphins. But, like, Tyreek Hill is absolutely balling. Jalen Waddle really hasn't been, like, a huge threat either. And we know he can't. hasn't had. Yeah, I know it hasn't had to be. I guess, but exactly. But like when you still have that, like say you finally stop the run, finally stop Tyreek Hill. Well, you're gonna have to take a lot of dudes 
or different packages or different plays on the defensive side of the football, that's going to leave Jalen Waddle open. Whatever you do is going to leave him with a mismatch or open. So I think Dolphins, yeah, the sky's the limit for you. I think you do lose to the Eagles a little pick for them uh, this week. I think Eagles just get it done. The Eagles are raw. They're Super Bowl favorite. Um, even, and they're coming off a loss, so they kind of want to go back to establish themselves. But, like, either team. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't blame people for that. I don't get that. It's not like a lose. Like, if you lose this weekend, it's like, oh, it's the end of the world. Like, they're the Eagles. We'll see them again, you know? And now on the same side of the Eagles, like, oh, they're the Dolphins. They're one of the best teams in sports right now. For me, I to me, it's like – Fudge, man. Like, I need them to win this game because we the narrative now is becoming okay, yeah, we we're good and we're we're good, but we don't win the big game. We don't win like the the nitty-gritty, like need to have it moment type of thing. Like we faltered at the end of the year last year. We kind I mean, we've done it against the Bills numerous times. Like this this feels like one of those games where you can set the tone as like, oh, like we're for real. But are we going to go out and grasp that moment? I mean, we'll find out. I, I'm excited for it. I, I mean, you're going to pick the Eagles. Obviously, I'm going to be biased on that one. But it, no no worries there. Um, let's move on to another team that we did hint at. It's the other juggernaut who also lost this weekend. Which, like, everyone in the pick got wrong. But after that, like, a lot of people did really successful out of 10-4. 10-5, 11-4 uh, weeks. But um, the San Francisco 49ers, Christian McCaffrey, has scored a touchdown in 15 straight games. He's a dog. He's been absolutely electric. And then when he, he doesn't go off, you have George Kittle, who goes catches touchdowns. Brock Purdy is, you know, just riding the system. But this week I showed a lot. Like, I wish we could just hype up the 49ers. System quarterback, question mark? Is that what you're saying? Hype hey, what? System quarterback, question mark? Yes. I mean, okay. So he is in the system. We've seen Jimmy G survive, right? But when Debo and McCaffrey both go out, what happens? They lose, right? And those are those dogs. That's why I think Christian McCaffrey has a strong case for MVP. Like how many touchdowns is he scoring, right? How big, like how valuable he is to that team. Like he produces wins for this team. All right, Brock Purdy was undefeated as the last pick in the NFL draft. Granted, he has a peripheral of weapons on the outside. Debo, a yuck who's a stud now. George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, dude, on paper, they are one of the best teams. I see a 49ers, Eagles, NFC championship, which the NFC is stacked this year. I think they're better than the AFC. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. S teams all together. Um, but they are a fun team to watch. Give me uh, your quick little catch up, no mustard, please, with uh, about the uh, 49ers. 49ers, I mean, to me, still, even after that loss, probably the big, like the best team in the NFC. I mean, just complete, like, game plan and stuff. The only thing that's going to be that we have to take a look at now is, like, are, how banged up are they? How injured are they moving forward? If McCaffrey's out for four games, if Debo's out for four games, then yeah, that changes the dynamic of the team. But I mean, it's one loss in the books. It's Brock Purdy's first regular season loss. Um, yeah, they falter as an offense, but it is against the Browns, who have been a historically great defense. And I mean, I'm talking like under, like just over a thousand yards, like a thousand ninety-seven yards or something through the first five games that they played this year. It's they what they've been able to do has been good, not just against them, but against everybody. Now you're telling me that your best players go out, and you got to go against Miles Garrett and and the crew. Like 
I'm not as worried about that as I would be for Philly's loss, like which we'll get into that as well. Like I think that's a worse loss as far as look goes because we didn't necessarily see the 49ers at full strength. And even so, at the end of the game, Brock Purdy got him there. It was a field goal away. That's on a rookie uh, kicker. And, I mean, he's got to make he, – he missed one earlier in the game. He can't miss two. Can't miss two. I know they shouldn't have got rid of Robbie Gold. Um, Robbie Gold was Mr. Automatic back there. And, you know, you do bring up some good points. Like, this loss does not mean as much because they were hurt at the point, right? It does not a Brock Purdy, you know, and you, you're right. They did take him down and missed a field goal. All right, I really can't discredit that so much. But at the end of the day, I agree with you that it's not that big of a uh, of a hit. I mean, I mean, now the injuries and stuff. Now maybe they're not the favorite in the NFC right now, but those none of those injuries that we saw, I believe, are season ending or anything like that. They're all going to be back and healthy by the end of the year. So to me, it's like the, the Niners are still going to be the team to beat in the NFC as of right now. Well, let's talk about the other team in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles, which they also got upset, and there's been so much controversy with the brotherly shove, with the tush push. Such a good name. That was so so good. Uh, I mean, they are a juggernaut as well from top to bottom. You know, their defense is stellar, and they've been winning a lot of close games, though, and it finally prevailed. So are the Eagles the front runner here in the NFC? On paper, I think they should be. I mean, the thing is, they haven't played well, and they're five and one. Like that—that that says something. Like if you're not firing all cylinders, if the quarterback's struggling a little bit, which he is throwing the ball a bit, um, you just—but you're still finding ways to win the games. Whether it's an eke out type of thing, like the defense is only slightly improved each week. If you ask me, I—I I mean. I, I they're going to be a bona fide threat moving forward. I think that if Jalen Hurts puts it together and just is able to tighten up the turnovers, because obviously he's had a good amount so far this season, I think that the sky's the limit still for this team, and they would be able to be back in that catbird seat, you know, the number one seed in the NFC. But I, I mean, we got to see it. They haven't put a whole four quarters of a game together just yet. And then they go out and lose. We're talking about bad losses. Like, I think it looks worse than the Niners when they lose to the Jets because I don't think it looks that bad. Uh, we all kind of, I know the Jets have a great defense. Well, I'll recognize that, but they don't have Sauce Gardner. Like, that's their number one corner. They were missing somebody else that was a big time addition to their defense. And I, I, I can't, I don't, I'm missing it right now. But still, I know they're missing two of their starters on defense. And one of them being their all pro corner. Like, that's huge to me because you got to be able to drive down and make plays. And there's some wide open passes that were dropped. There's just miscommunication on routes. There's turnovers. And then on defense, you're playing against a quarterback who has not been touted, like toted as the greatest thing in the world, you know, and I'm not saying that he can't play NFL football. The guy has shown flashes, but to allow them to come back and take the lead. I mean, you went, they went scoreless in the second half. And then the defense can't hold that. I mean, the defense does decent, but I mean, to allow them to score and take the lead in the closing seconds, I mean, that's on them. You know, and 
I understand that the Jets have Zach Wilson. All right, we get it. And but they're winning football games. But when they play really good teams, the Bills week one, the Philadelphia Eagles, they rise to the occasion. But then when they play the teams that is good, they go down to the occasion. So I think they definitely play the skill set of their team, which is kind of crazy when you talk NFL football. But that's how I'm looking at the Jets. So when they play the Dolphins, when they play good teams, they're going to come out and ball and give you potentially a chance to go win the football game. Um, for the Eagles, on the other hand, yes, it does. It definitely it looks worse than what the Fortnite said. I'm not going to disregard that. And you are right on the aspect of they're missing a lot of things. Turnovers. Open field balls, right? Losing, like barely winning. But when they put it together, that's going to be scary. They're going to skyrocket. A 5-1 and one team like that, insane. I still think it hurts. I still think, I mean, that's what the Dolphins do. Like, the Dolphins might dog walk the Eagles. And that's kind of I'm, And that's crazy for to be able to say. But I'm, like, I'm serious when I say I'm confident this weekend. It's a possibility. I still think the Eagles, you know, this is their get-right game. But it's a possibility. Don't agree. It's crossed my mind. Um, speaking about the Jets, though, with Aaron Rodgers, like, yeah, he's walking around that magic juju, whatever he did. Is that like, is that not? You've been through more rehab than I have, man. Like, is that not crazy? I mean, for a rupture Achilles, I mean, yeah, but I mean, he probably could play on it by the end of the year. I mean, I've done crazy things too. People typically don't come back after for real. You, you're like prime example. I'd be like, I swear, Mickey Hines is back from ACL in four months. I don't know, but I actually, yeah, when, when I won the conference one in like three and a half months, they're like, well, technically that's rehab. So you could I'm like, bet I'm running. Coach, put me on the line. Let's go. We're that was insane, dude. But on the same flip side, like, yes, traditionally Achilles is like a full calendar year, right? But if Rod Rogers is up there in age. And the reason why I kind of bring up the point about myself is, like, Rodgers really he, – he's supposed to go out and prove it. Like, if the Jets make the playoffs, let's say they win that playoff game, Rodgers might be like, hey, suit me up. And say if it's in a dome, like, say they go somewhere where it's warm, like a Miami, you know, granted, warm for winter. Like, he can go suit up there, just tape that puppy up a ton, tape it up, tape it up, tape it up. He won't run. He'll just get there and throw. Like, that could be dangerous. Now that that's I think I'd be so there would be nothing scarier than stepping into a playoff game against the Jets and Aaron Rodgers is like I'm back. <laughs> be like, exactly. I'm like you thought this could take me down, I'd be like, dude, I'm dead. Uh, I I don't think it'll actually happen, but once again, the possibility kind of crossed my mind. Like I'll be pretty cool, pretty crazy. Yeah, no, for real. I mean, the injury bug though. I mean, been been pretty crazy. I mean, Anthony Richardson. I mean, that, that dude was that one. That dude was real. I honestly thought that the Colts were going to be a real threat. I mean, Gardner Minshew, the Minshew magic, man. I don't understand it. It's it's incredible, and he really is like a top tier backup. But is it enough to actually take them and propel them forward to some serious stuff? Um, at this point, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, Anthony Richard was a dog. He was doing great things. I mean, he was winning. It got the people excited. So super sad to see that go down. Um, hopefully, he gets another chance next year. You know, it's typically, you know, we've seen the Trey Lance effects where your rookie quarterback goes down. Like, all right, let's just do the whole thing over again. So hopefully, he gets another shot at it. Um, and another injury, James Conner. Like the Arizona Cardinals been cooking. Like, Joshua Dobbs and Kyler- competitive man. Like, think about that. Kyler Murray practice today. Good for him. Kyler Murray podcast. Shout him out. But Josh Dobbs didn't even have his jersey in the the team store when he tried to shop for it. 
and he's been balling out. And then how we got on the Cardinals, James Conner's been balling out. Like, if you got him on fantasy, you're winning. And he gets put on IR. And he's just been a dude. He's battled so much. And, like, he's become a staple. Like, I'm the Arizona Cardinals running back and deal with it. So that whole team is, like, a shocker and kind of fun to look at every week. Yeah, I mean – there's there's a lot of that across the board. I mean, that has been killing fantasy, I'll tell you that. Jefferson, H come on now. Jeez. Um yeah. Another team I do want to talk about real quick is this might be my best take of the year, but Daniel Jones is not the guy. The nope. Giants nope. are bad. Get him out of there. Was I right? Send him. Was I right? Send him. Send them, get rid of it, give all that bag of money to Saquon Barkley. Um, no, dude, they're bad. Granted, they finally got a win, but like, didn't what they got got outscored in the beginning of the year, like ninety six to six. Absolutely bonkers. Um, whatever it was, have they still not scored an offensive touchdown in like three weeks? No, this. No, they have not scored. I think in three weeks or something like that. Not because they covered the spread on Monday. I figured this was. Yeah, I think it was a defensive touchdown or field safety. Yeah, so I remember because they're like, they oh, it's been in six quarters. In six quarters, they have not scored an offensive touchdown. So they didn't score one against Buffalo and almost won, which was crazy. And he checked to the run play like, Yank, come on, you got to be smarter than that, Tyrod Taylor. Um, I definitely don't think Tyrod Taylor's the answer, but he's a certified backup. No, and I mean, and I like Tyrod, and I've always wanted him to, like, be able to actually have a starter career, but that doesn't help. Stuff like that doesn't help. Sorry, I should have shot that out that I was super right on that because I love seeing them fail. I don't know. It's one of the things. Like, yes. But, uh, yeah, no, when you get a take right, you're just like, so gratifying. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. I'm an amateur, <laughs> amateur analyst. I'm analyst. Incredible. Talk to me. Um, and then also another team is Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey, they're my what surprise sleeper, Baker Mayfield. Dog. He's over here trying to run people over. He's being a leader. He's being the dude that I why I love Baker Mayfield. He's making the correct plays. The offense working. Tristan's absolutely balling on the left side as left tackle. Um, they're winning, and I think that they're in a bad division. Yank. They have the Carolina Panthers, the Saints, the Falcons. Right, the Falcons are you know barely winning games. I think it's the Buccaneers to lose, and I think Baker might be out this week, and then we'll see the Kyle Trask like. He's been backing up Tom Brady for the past two years. He's going to be all right. Um, and Mike Evans has been going on a tear as well. He's just mean, ready to go, catching touchdowns, like just being a dog. So I think that's like my sleeper team here from the past three weeks. Is like, let the Bucs make the playoffs. Like, just see what Baker does. Can you imagine Baker Mayfield in like an NFC championship? I'd be going crazy. I wouldn't be going nuts, but honestly, I was already going nuts this past week and just seeing him. I was like, Baker in the creamsicle looks good. I know. I, granted. I know, y'all. We said we were going to be bouncing off teams. Detroit, dude. They're biting yeah, off. They are, so they are real, right? Like, I, I was picking them. I think we have to division. say. I, I was picking them to win the division. I was saying they had a top 10 offense last year, but, like, no, it's certified, and they are much. When Montgomery's healthy, too, and Gibbs, like, that's Laporta, dog. Iowa is tight end you, by the way, not your Miami Hurricane. Thank you. Tight end you. Thank you. Look at that. Bro, CJ Gardner-Johnson, what an addition. Like, he's been balling. They have been absolutely playing so well. The Detroit Lions are scary. Like, I've gotten to the point where, because I, I like getting the Iowa guys' jerseys where they go play at the next level. And I kind of want to get a Laporta jersey. 
bro, give me a nice like gray or like teal, like the Detroit blue. Like I can hype up the Lions because nobody's a Lions fan. So when I say that, I can't be like, you liked my team, bro. It's like, no, nobody likes the Lions. Um, like I can't say after that about they, after they got that little shine on hard knocks. That's where I was like, okay, like I can I can mess with on that. Like Rodrigo, bro, the linebacker, or like Anzalone with the he's been balling this the year. hair, yeah, with the long, yeah, bro, let it let it flow, let it flow. Uh, oh, so let pretty. it flow. Um, so that team's been, I mean, obviously crushing it, and I hate many of that because they're in division, but like it's the Lions, like give them some love. Um, I didn't drink the Kool-Aid, but I am sure missing out on it right now. And then, uh, Chiefs, I mean, I'm just thinking of teams who are doing really well. Uh, they're five and one, but like, no, five and one. Yep. Five and one. They're five and one, but like, once again, they're kind of like the Eagles. Like, it's a quiet one though. It's quiet. Patrick Mahomes has been struggling. I mean, it was the Taylor Swift game. Well, because all for all, we won't talk about that because she's taking over the NFL herself with Travis. Kelsey. Is, man. Oh um, they really don't have pristine wide receivers out there. It's still the Travis Kelsey show. Patrick Mahomes. They did just get, uh, dis- they did just get McCole Hardman back today, though. Back, but I don't think he's going to be the end. I'll be all like, oh, it's over. Which, who well, they- no, but I mean, I, he did do good in that system. He's got a good relationship with Mahomes. I think so. Julio Jones actually got signed today to the Philadelphia Eagles. He did. Oh, I forgot to mention it. Y'all got Chase Claypool. Good luck. Have him. We just said, let's add speed, I guess. He won't do much, but uh, no, Yank. Um, We covered up a lot of those teams that really need to be covered up. You know, teams also like the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to be a playoff team. They're going to be fun to watch. The Falcons and that the AFC North is going to be kind of a battle. I don't know who's going to come out with that. Um, Nope. They kind of all been balling. Zay Flowers, our dog, dude. Like we are officially a Zay Flowers podcast. Zay Flowers podcast. Because sure. I always be snapping you or like Twitter DMing, like, bro, he's the guy though. He's the guy. Zay Flowers, and um, but yeah, at this point, we are rattling on everyone who is listening. Uh, yeah. just catching up, catching up with Mickey and Zizzy. It's what we do. Have a yeah. night. Catch up. Twenty two. Oh. I mean, it made sense. Catch twenty two actually does make sense, dude. You get that's your jersey number. I wouldn't have fine. That's for next episode. This is catch twenty one, baby. I know, but I'm just saying it would have been regardless. Well, next episode, <laughs> we'll make it work regardless. Um, no, we really appreciate everyone. Uh, it's been a fun little episode to get us back into the groove. We're promised is going to get more consistent when you have a kid and you start a masters. It's all kind of crazy, but we got the schedule down. I think we're going to get very consistent here soon. So uh, we're going to start putting the kids to bed and uh, getting down to the nitty-gritty here in the Mickey's Easy Podcast and keep on bringing you great takes and keep on hyping up the Chicago Bears and Miami Dolphins and basketball's around the corner and college football's going crazy. It's it, it, insane. Literally, shout out Las Vegas Aces. They just won Aces. back-to-back WNBA championships. Let's go. Everything. We got, we're covering it all, but for real. Um no, it's going to be consistency is key. I mean, that's the season motto. It's definitely coming. We got to tie some things down. But, I mean, Mickey Hines, the man with a plan over here, okay, raising children and getting degrees at the same time. Let's do this thing. Uh, and I, I, I'm excited for what's to come moving forward. But, yeah, no, this is just a quick little catch-up. Let's, let's get that thing rolling. All righty. Sign us off. Oh, if you're talking sports, this is the matchup. Mickey here with Zizzy. Yeah, we're cutting it up. Just a couple athletic enthusiasts. You know what it is. The Mickey Zizzy podcast. Have a great night, everybody. We are back. Peace. Peace.